This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's the Fight Fan with Pete Hoffman time. Y'all must have forgot why we the best. People say the punches weren't really necessary. What do you mean, why were they not necessary? Because he was already knocked out at that point. But it, the referee hadn't pulled me off. And my job is to hit somebody till the referee pulls me off. So to so those people, I would say, maybe don't watch him and they go back to soccer. You know, I made history here tonight. I said on a record. It's my name in history one more time. WFAN and Odyssey.com. You guys caught me under under a bad bad time, but you know what I'm saying? The rock's cool. I like ballers. I like ballers. You know what I'm saying? But he picked the wrong side. He picked another side so he could get it too. He could get his ass whipped too. Straight up. With all due respect, he could get it too. I definitely want to defend my 145 belt. And let's see, I'm gonna talk to Dana. Dana, tomorrow I'm gonna call you. We're gonna have a talk. I love you, boy. Here's your Fight Fan host, Pete Hoffman. This is the Fight Fan with your host, Pete Hoffman. Follow me at the Hoff WFAN, at the Fight Fan WFAN, at the Fight Fan with Pete Hoffman, everywhere else. That's any other social media outlet, and the Force WFAN, and the Odyssey app. We've got a special podcast that I'm putting out. I don't normally put out podcasts like this, but last week we had uh, Mark Taffet. This week we have... The legendary Chuck Liddell. So I had to get him on. I had to push it out sooner. Um, he is promoting celebrity boxing, Lamar Odom, and Aaron Carter. And he is a special guest referee. So he was gracious enough to give us some time. Had to talk to him. It's incredible. Um, a legend of the sport, a legend of the UFC, legend of MMA, legend of combat sports. He's just, uh, you know, one of the fighters that I grew up watching forever. So when I had the opportunity, I had to take it. Uh, And I'm just, it was an awesome conversation. So we'll play that in a second. Tomorrow, I'm putting out my normal podcast that hits every Friday. Uh, We're going to have special guest Billy Quarantillo, maybe somebody else. Uh, He's going to hop on. He talks about a little bit about UFC 263. He talks about his boy, Matt Favola. He's from Buffalo. He's part of the Bills Mafia. And, uh, and he's Long Island boys. He's friends with all the Long Island boys, so that's cool too. So he'll be on tomorrow. But right now we have, we, you know, listen, it's a huge weekend in combat sports. we got a lot going on. Yeah, we have so much this weekend. So obviously we have we have PFL tonight with Chris Wade, Clarissa Shields, and some and other fighters too. We have Bellator Friday. Douglas Lima is on the main card. Uh, you have Paul Daly. Jason Jackson, Aaron Pico. That's the guy that they love to hype up and, you know, had some hits and misses. But 7-3 right now, not bad. Um, we have 
Clearly, we have the boxing, the celebrity boxing with Lamar Odom and Aaron Carter. But then we have UFC 263, which is amazing. And Chuck Liddell will get into some of those fights as well with me. So I'm looking forward to it. It's a huge, huge weekend in combat sports. A lot going on. So let's get to it. The legendary Chuck Liddell. This is the Fight Fan with your host, Pete Hoffman. And I am being, I'm honored right now. I'm, I'm being joined by a legend. I mean, one of my favorite fighters of all time. I've watched him for years, and now he's refing in this celebrity boxing fight between Lamar Odom and Aaron Carter. It's Chuck Liddell. Chuck, how the hell are you, man? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm freaking awesome. I'm talking to Chuck Liddell. I mean, I've watched you for years. The fact that I'm talking to you right now is ridiculous. I'm just, it just, I'm blown away. Um, so can you tell me, how the heck did you get involved with this celebrity boxing? Um, I, you know, um, my, my wife, uh, talked to, uh, Damon, the guy that promotes the show and, and, you know, he, he asked me, actually, when he first asked me, I'm like, wait, Mar Odom and who? Aaron Carter? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Damon Goliath. But, you know, they, uh, I always liked, uh, these, uh, I always liked doing these tough man contests. I, they're, I love watching them. <laughs> they're, they're fun. It's kind of, you know, they got headgear on, get out there and beat, beat each other up. And uh, try try what fighting's like. It's, it's it's fun to watch. Well, did you did you happen to catch the Floyd uh, Jake Paul uh, Logan Paul fight? Excuse me. Did you watch that over the weekend or no? Uh, yeah, I was there. I was actually at the fight. Oh, we, duh! You uh, definitely because I remember seeing you now. Now now flashbacks are coming back. What do you? So you enjoy these? You enjoy these? It's an exhibition, but it it is interesting. It's a, it's extended sparring. It's just like a glorified sparring. But you you enjoy the the. The, f- the fact that they're putting themselves in front of a crowd? Well, you know, I like going out there and doing, I'm watching, so it's entertaining, but it's a different kind of entertainment. You know, it's like, I think it's funny when people complain about not being a real fight or not, you know, oh man, it's not high level boxing or it's not the setup. I mean, I was at the troll and, and you know, complain there's too many music acts or there's this or that. I mean, that's what you're buying. You didn't buy it. You didn't go buy it. You don't see you buy it. You buy a championship boxing fight. You bought, you bought um, uh, a sideshow. You know, you bought something that's for for entertainment value only. You know, it's like uh, either either like it or you don't. You know, some people do, some people don't. You don't. If you're a purist fighter boxer, you're not gonna like it. You just kind of. But you know, I think the good thing for these things is uh, if they because they do have some real fights on the card, and if you get some people that would never watch boxing. To see their see their sport, and if it's a good fight and, and they like it, maybe they'll watch a, a regular boxing card. You know, so I mean, I'm hoping to you know get some some fight fans out of it. You know, there's a lot of people watch these things uh, that would never watch that would never order a fight. Well, well, Chuck, you're talking to somebody who I, I work in sports talk radio, so I, I work at. Sp- the WFAN New York, it's the mecca of, of sports talk radio. We talk Yankees, Mets, Giants, Jets, Knicks, Nets. We talk all the local, the top sports. And I'm the only one that's really pushing for fights because I'm I'm a diehard fight fan. So, like, I'll sit there and watch UFC fights, Bellator fights, big-time uh, boxing fights. And this is the, – these specialty fights, these these celebrity fights, these these – Entertain the, the the thriller specials, all the this these are the ones that are talked about on our airwaves, which is crazy to me. But you're right. Uh, if, that, yeah, it is kind of it's crazy that the, that those get more attention than real fights. Yeah, uh, it's kind of kind of kind of the, the world right now. So, 
But if it get, but if it brings real fan, so if, if we get some some, some spill off fans out of that people who have their watch fight, well, oh man, I'm kind of into fight. Let me watch the real fight. You know, uh, I think it's a good thing. It could be a good thing. I'll meet everybody. No, it's a great thing. Listen, again, anytime that you can get people, because again, we're talking about financials too. Like you're talking about somebody that you you were the the face of UFC for a very very long time. And you were before like the huge paydays and stuff like that. And, you know, we we talk about how financially we this is entertainment, but I do want to see these guys be taken care of in in the ring and in the cage and in the MMA world right now. There's not many you know big time fighters are getting paid big time. There's big time fighters; they're just not getting big, paid big time. These events are bringing the money to them. Right, and hopefully uh, it elevates the money in all, in all the sports. So we'll, you know, bring more fans, more more people, more people watching, more there's more money to be had. What is your What is your favorite thing to sit back and watch right now? Like you're if Chuck Liddell on a Saturday night, whether you're going, whether you go into the fights or whether you're going to go on your couch and sit back. Are you Are you putting on fights or is there something else that you're watching? Oh, I, I still so like uh, MMA fights, not fights. Yeah, that's still so big, huge fan of watching watching guys get after it. And, uh, yeah, so, you know, that, if, if, there's, if there's a fight on, I'm watching it. So you're still locked in. It doesn't make a difference that you've you kind of been – you haven't fought in a, in a little bit, but but uh, you're still you're still locked in and you still have that same – do you ha- – is it different now that you're watching the fights? Because like, obviously when you got into the cage, you were stone cold. You looked at your opponent, and when you knocked out these people – I mean, it was inc- it was incredible just the the way that you were able to put yourself in that cage. Do you still have that same feeling, or you just sit back and you get to enjoy it now? Do you well, have? I, I, I've always watched fights two different ways. Like I, I you know, I watch fights uh, when I know when I just go watch fights, or I'm just watching. I watch it for entertainment value. It's totally different than how I watch a fight if I'm trying to break someone down or I'm I'm coaching. I want and I have to go back and if someone wants me to break a fight down or break fighters down. I have to go back and look at film. Because I, I really don't, I mean, I usually when I'm watching a fight, I'm just having a good time. I mean, I'll, I'll notice a few things, but for the most part, I'm not paying that much attention to, to specifics. So, I'm just trying to have a good time and excited. So I have, the, I have a question for you, because obviously, you know, you've been in major wars, and I've seen, as a casual fan, watching fights, watching people that I know in interview, and they get in the cage, my heart pumps I get, I get racy. I get on edge seeing people fight. It's just a very, you know, it, that's part of why I love the sport so much. You, where do, now that you're out of the fighting game right now, you're just watching, do you get those same vibes too? Do you see if there's a friend of yours that go in the cage, do you get oh. amped up just like I do? Yeah, yeah you need to watch me. If you ever watch some film of me on the, on the, the sidelines watching a, watch a fight sitting, sitting there, I mean, I'm, I'm, it's no one, it's gonna be careful sitting next to me. I'm, I'm, I'm wrestling you, I'm, I'm pushing, I'm going side to side. And I'm, it looks like my wife was last, you know, you can't, you can't move him for you. Boy, you can't move for him, you know, you can't make him, you know, I'm like trying to will him to do the, what I want him to do. You know, like, come on, come on, I'm going under the hook. And, but yeah, I know I'm, I'm, I get into it, especially if it's someone I know. Who, who? Uh, that, that may, who out there right now is somebody that you feel that you just love watching right now in particular? Is there one particular well, fighter? Uh, my favorite guy still out there is, is Grover Teixeira. I mean, he was one of my sparring partners. Um, wow. He with me for years, and, and you know, he, he's a stud, and I'm, I'm happy for him. He's doing so great. And he's, uh, 
Kelly's 41. He's, he's, he's killing it. Yeah, well, you know what? I, I've noticed that it doesn't make a difference age because we saw yourself. You were successful with with it, even even as you get got older in age. Randy Couture was successful with age. Tashera right now is still up there and just just still crushing it. It's amazing. Age is nothing but a number, and if you have the will, if you have the smarts, if you have the power, you still could be successful. You're looking at Lamar Odom and Aaron Carter who who are on this fight card. Uh, there's there's a huge not a huge age gap, but there's huge height disadvantage and all that other stuff. Who who do you like in this fight? Well, you know the the thing is, I, I when I first saw him, I thought I don't know really what's gonna how he's gonna do it, but I got the interview both of them. I think one thing Aaron's taking a lot more serious. He's been training hard and working out, and he you know in his mind he thinks he can uh, he he can do it, and he's he's got a good game plan. He's gonna try to run around and get him tired, um, and I, you know, Lamar said he was he's taking it serious in training, but it sounded like he didn't think much of Aaron's chances. So he might he might be might have been not not doing the, doing what he needed to cardio wise, and might not realize. Sometimes they just don't realize what it's like to get out in front of people and fight, and they get sometimes they get. So if he gets gas, this could be interesting, you know. But uh, you know he's got big, such a big size advantage, and such a big, um, uh, you know, and, and he's an athlete. And if he's been training, if he's been training serious, I think it's real hard for Aaron to, to, to do much. But if, he, but, if he, but if he's been uh, looking looking past him, not thinking he's going to beat him, I just think it's going to be too easy. Maybe you know, maybe Aaron's got a shot. Well, there's always a puncher's chance, right? We gave Ben Askren a puncher's chance against uh, Jake Paul. That didn't go so well. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I really thought Ben, ben would at least try to pressure him and wrestle him and close the distance and, and not stand. And, Standing out in front of him, I mean, uh, you know, he, he can he can hit. The kid can hit. So, you know, it's just he just stood out in front of him. But and Aspen just isn't, uh, you know, he's not a striker. <laughs> but I mean, I, I, I thought he'd try to wrestle him and lay on him, get him tired, and you know, kind of, you know, cover up and close the distance. But he just stood out in front of him and like was trying to box and got caught. And he was definitely out of shape too. I would say. Um, yeah, we looked out of, he looked out of shape, and and but he was out. It was there's no. I mean, there's no no question. He got knocked down, and he, he was not. He was not all, all all there on the one. He stood back up. Will, will you be there for the Jake Paul Tyron Woodley fight that's coming up? Um, I don't know. I um, I don't what. Do you know what it is? I think they said sometime in August. I think it's towards the tail end of August. I I haven't seen an official date yet. It all depends. I mean, those things. I mean, I, I one of the things. If I, if I, if I can make it, and it's around something, it's it's fun sometimes. I like going to some of those events sometimes. It's, it's all, you know, big, big. Uh, it's Triller. They, they, yeah, they're gonna make it big. It's Triller, like they did last time at Snoop Dogg. They had everything. You know, it was all it was all going on. They had. I mean, you were there, so yeah, you know it. That, yeah, I was there. It was, it was entertaining there. Yeah, everything there. It was. Uh, it was, a, it was an entertaining show. I don't know how, how I would say it, but uh, yeah, it was de- definitely a very entertaining thing to be at. <laughs> well, let me, but let me ask you a question because now, because now it's almost getting real for Jake Paul because now you're putting in Tyron Woodley, who we've actually seen him knock people out before in like real life. That that does actually happened. So I understand that Tyron Woodley's a bit older and he's kind of fallen off as far as welterweights and he's. 
you know, on his way out of the UFC and MMA and stuff like that. But you're putting him against a real fighter, Jake Paul. So do you see yeah. that this is a good uh, good matchup for Jake Paul, or do you see Tyron well, Woodley? I, I think I think his coach is trying to test him and see where he's at. Because, I mean, I think Tyron Woodley, he's dangerous. He can hit hard, but, but he's, he's not a great striker. And then, and then you take away the threat of him taking you down. And that takes away a little more of his advantage, right? Because I mean, he freezes you up a little bit anytime you're striking in MMA. Because if you don't, if you don't, be real careful, he'll take you down, and he's gonna beat you. You know, so when you take that that threat of being taken down away, it it, it changes stuff a little bit for Tyrone. We have Chuck Liddell joining us right now on the Fight Fan with Pete Hoffman and. You know, I, I have to ask you, we have a huge fight card coming up at UFC 263. You're still a fight fan yourself. You're still locked in. Israel Adesanya versus Marvin Vittori, part two. You know, it's we've seen Israel Adesanya basically be dominant. He tried to make an experiment, go up in a division, weight class, and it didn't work out so well. But the Vittori fight was the closest, was one of the closest ones to a uh, of, of difficult fight for Izzy. It almost didn't go his way. How do you like this fight going this weekend? Well, I I went back and re rewatched that fight too, but I, I didn't think it was as close as it, it as the card said. I mean, I I thought he I thought he, he won that fight pretty easily. Um, and I I think he's able. If he's I think he'll be able to do the same thing again. Unless, uh, um, I, you know, I haven't seen the Tory fight in a little bit. Um, so I don't know if he's gotten a lot better, but. I think I think that I think Adam and I will be able able to do it again to him and move around. I mean, it's, it's gonna. I, I think the tour is gonna have to come out. I think it's, they said I said on the, on the commentary that his his plan was not to rush at it and try to take him down right away because people are making that mistake and getting caught. But I think that's what he needs to do to get out there to win. We I mean, have to take him down and exploit him not being able to get back up, but he was able to get back up off him. And I think, I think that part of them not being able to get back up was, you know, when a guy's 20 pounds heavier, you need a little more technique to get up. You can't just get up with athletic ability. No, yeah, and then, listen, I mean, we, we've seen how Izzy can do, and, and that just was a – there's there there's zero lack of respect for Israel Adesanya. He went up, he tried something different, he felt the need to, and there's – we still res- I still respect him. I still think he's just as dominant. You look at his fights in the UFC, though, the, the his biggest challenge, I guess, was the Kelvin Gastelum one, and that, that shocks me because Gastelum has been like a hit or miss. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, but you know, sometimes styles styles make fights, and sometimes match up just you know. And, and Gasly, like hit or miss, he's he. There's guys he fights well against, really well against, and obviously he was one of them. There's a there's a fight coming up this weekend to Leon Edwards versus Nate Diaz. Styles makes fights. Personalities make fights too. You were one a personality yourself, and you made a lot of splash with things you said. Nate Diaz is up there. Who he the talker? He puts up a, a you know a good fight every every time he gets into the cage. He's going against Leon Edwards. That a lot of people still don't know because a half his fights get canceled, and b he just really hasn't had that big win. How do you feel that fight going? Going? Well, I mean, I, I mean, Leon's a big favorite, but I, I, I mean, I'm gonna take I'm gonna I'm gonna take my boy Nate. I, I mean, I just <laughs> I'm, I think he comes out there. It's gonna and. I'm hoping I, I know, that's my longest shot for the night. So um, I, I, I think they, I think he comes out there and uh, it's a good matchup for them. They're gonna they may, they may, it's gonna be a good fight. It's good. 
I mean, it could be an exciting fight, and it could be a time for Leon to make a name for himself and make it make put his name out there. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, I thought I think it's one of two ways. I think it's either if Nate's going to shock the world, which he normally does, or Leon Edwards has a great performance and his his name just skyrockets and he gets a chance at the belt because that's ultimately what he's been claiming for for a long time. He just hasn't had that big time win. Chuck Liddell joins us, and I, you know, talking about somebody you've been around, you've been a champion. Um, and you had to hang it up at some point in time, and that's a tough thing to do. You look at Khabib Nurmagomedov. He hung him up last year and really hasn't thought twice about it. He's coaching now. He just feels like the, he's doing well. Give me, take me through how difficult it was for you to decide to to, to hang him up. Well, I mean, I you know, by the time I, 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 I hung it up, I, I, I tried different things, got some different stuff, and it was one of those things. Like, you know, I, I got to the point where, where I, I just I I couldn't I felt I couldn't compete at the level I wanted to, um, you know I it was it was it took me probably longer than I probably should have but I mean it, a lot of it was I was winning fights and then getting caught so there's always you know it's not, not like I was going out there getting beat up and then getting caught I was not winning fights I'll be winning and then get caught but you know I I heard a lot of things on, on you know how. Reasons why you get knocked out. I used to be able to hit my head with a brick and I wouldn't fall down. But now you get me, hit me good, you catch me. Um, and I had a lot of a lot of explanations for it from people, but no way to fix it at the time. So um, uh, it was one of those things, you know. And actually, I went to dinner with Dana. Dinner with Dana and Dana was after that after the last loss, and you know. He asked me what I want to do, and I said, you know, I see that thing I'm retiring. And he's like, well, thank, thank you. I was, I was gonna be, I was gonna tell you to retire, but I, I'm, I'm glad you decided to. Um, and then, you know, but it, it is a tough decision because when you, when you, I love fighting. I love my job. I love everything about training, getting ready for fights, the whole, whole, whole nine yards. I, I, I loved it all. So, it's a, it's a tough thing to do. You know, I think a lot of that, a lot of athletes have that too. It's like when you've been going through, you've had, you know, 20 years of, you know, one goal, you know, being the best in the world, um, guiding you. And it's like kind of that, that, that thing that keeps you under control, keeps you, you know, helps guide you to your decisions and drives you. And that's not there anymore. You know, it's like, uh, it's a weird, weird place to be in. Do you now that you've you've retired and you're you're I, you see you've been acting this whole time anyway? But do do you enjoy acting? You feel like that's something that's really just something that you're 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 kind of like now the fact that you're going to be out of fighting as far as fighting in the cage is the acting thing something that you just do as a hobby here and there, or is that something that you really want to dive into a lot more too? Well, you know, it was something I did as a hobby while I was fighting, and then now now that it's something to focus on, you know, it's something I, I want to do and do a little more of and. And I, and I have a good time with it. I really, I really like like trying to do, you know, get better at the at the craft. I mean, it's, it's something you got to work at. You know, it's not just not, it doesn't happen. So at least not for me. So I just just working on it, and getting better and better, and, and trying to get you know bigger roles and and better roles. Chuck, listen, I, I don't want to take up much of your time because I know you're a busy man. I'm sure someone else wants to get in touch with you and wants to talk to you right now because I, I I know I've been waiting my whole life to talk to you, so I'm glad I got some time with you. Please stay in touch, but but congratulations on everything. Congratulations on a great career. Good luck this weekend, Ref and Lamar Odom and Aaron Carter. Is there anything that you want to promote particularly? 
Uh, you know, I got my podcast, Icebreakers. I check that one out. Um, and uh, I'm going to get a, my YouTube channel, the thing with uh, No Chucks Given, will be coming out, doing some, some big things soon. So that's for the be for a while. So end of summer, maybe. Well, awesome, Chuck Liddell. Thank you so much for the time, and I really do appreciate it. Thank you for the, the, the gracious time, man. It was awesome. Thank you. Thanks again to Chuck Liddell. Lamar Odom versus Aaron Carter. There's a bunch of other people on there as well. Go check it out. Fight TV. It's going to be fun. We'll see uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes. And you got a lot going on this weekend. So just enjoy it. Again, this is Pete Hoffman with the Fight Fan. Follow me at the Hoff WFAN, at the Fight Fan WFAN. And we will have more tomorrow. And we will preview UFC 263. See you guys tomorrow. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.